This is With Intrepid Heart Sermons, sermons by Rev. Adam Moline of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Lincoln, Nebraska. In the name of Jesus, Amen. Dear friends in Christ, both our Old Testament lesson and our gradual have these words. Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. These words perfectly embody the celebration of Epiphany. Epiphany that we celebrate tonight and for the next several weeks. Epiphany is about the light shining in the darkness that we heard about in Advent from John's Gospel. Now we see the light clearly and the light enlightens everything so that we may see the truth. And what's the truth that every week we hear about in Epiphany? That Jesus, the baby born in Bethlehem, is both God and man. That Jesus is the light of the world. God in the flesh, come to save us from our sins. That's the light Epiphany is all about. Our Old Testament lesson drives this idea home. It speaks about Jesus, about how he came down in to enter this world. And he needed to come because before Jesus, this world was filled with darkness. Not just any darkness, a thick darkness is what the text says. A darkness where you can't even see your hand in front of your face. What sort of darkness is Isaiah speaking about? He's speaking about the darkness of sin. The darkness of our fallen nature. The darkness of the evil done in this world. The lives taken wrongly. Sins against God and neighbor. This world is a dark place. Darkness does cover it, thick darkness. It obscures our vision, keeping us from seeing and doing what is right and useful and salutary. The darkness of this world prevents us from seeing how to properly worship God and how to properly love the neighbors that are around us. The darkness of our sin is deep, penetrating even within our own heart and soul to our very deepest, darkest secrets. Isaiah says it is a thick darkness. Now, whenever I hear that phrase, thick darkness, it reminds me this one time when I was a kid at summer camp. I had to go and take a shower, which involved a walk of several hundred yards. I went to go take this shower just as the sun was beginning to set. And on the walk to the shower, it was beautiful. Little 
pink light rays coming between the canopy of trees that I was walking through. I walked down some steps, across a bridge, over a little creek, stopped to watch the water flowing over the rocks. And over some steps back up the other side of the ravine till I finally came out of the woods and into the clearing where the shower house was. Now, when I walked to the shower, the sun was setting, it was still light, and I could tell where I was going. But after I had showered, the sun had set. And I had forgotten my flashlight. I could see okay in the open field where the shower house was, but as soon as I got underneath the canopy of the cottonwoods, it was thick darkness. I couldn't see my hand in front of my face. I tried to follow the path, feeling for it with my feet, but eventually I was off the path. The branches of the trees hit me in the face. I didn't even see them coming. I stumbled down one side of the ravine and stepped in that creek, missing the bridge completely. I tried to feel my way up the other side, tripping and stumbling over stumps and roots and rocks. Didn't know where I was. Didn't know where I was going couldn't see to get myself out of that situation. That's the kind of darkness Isaiah says our sin brings into this world. We don't know where we are. We don't know what we're doing. We don't know where we are going. We run into things, sometimes other people hurting them. We're filled with fear and uncertainty. We stumble, we hurt ourselves, we hurt others. That's what sin does. Apart from God's word, there is no light. Apart from God's word, there is no hope. You see this in your own life, don't you? St. Paul did. He said it this way, The good that I want to do, I do not do. The evil that I do not want to do, that I keep on doing. We're the same way in the darkness of sin. We fail to live up to the demands that God's law imposes upon us. The law condemns us, weighing heavily upon our shoulders. Despite our best efforts, we sin. And as sinners, we deserve eternal separation from God's holy light. We deserve death and damnation. That's the thick darkness of our fallen world. 
And it's into that thick, deep darkness of sin that Christ our Lord has come. We picture it every Christmas, don't we, with the star of Bethlehem shining right down upon the Lord. But really, that's not quite right, is it? It's Christ who is the light. He's the one who shines, breaking that thick darkness with his presence, with his holiness, with his mercy and grace. Isaiah says it this way, Arise, shine, for your light has come, and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you. All nations shall come to that light, and kings to the brightness of the Christ's rising. Lift up your eyes all around and see, Jesus has come. We're not in the dark. We're not even in the drear anymore. We're in the light, the full light of God. It's even better than being lost in the woods in the dark and finding a flashlight in your pocket. With Christ's light, we know who we are. We know where we are, and we know where we're going. Now, when you're in the thick darkness and you've been lost there and finally the light comes on, at first, even the light is a little bit terrifying. You see the wounds from where you've been hit by the branches and where you've tripped and stumbled. You see the things that are stuck to your body, the mud and the grime. And it's a little alarming at first. Because you can finally see the predicament that you were in. You can tell what happened because you missed the path. When the light comes on, you see who you really are. You see how serious your sin is. That is a little terrifying, isn't it? To admit, to confess, I am a poor, miserable sinner. But you're still in the light. You're led into the light, carried into the light, the light the darkness cannot overcome. And there in the light, you can put right. What had been wrong? You can clean up the wounds, wipe away the dirt and the grime, and be clean. You are in the light of Christ, the light of Christ that shines forth from the manger of Bethlehem. The light of Christ shines forth in his day-to-day ministry in the things that he accomplished, the miracles that he performed. The light of Christ shines forth through the word that he preached, preached to the disciples, to the crowds, from the mountaintops, from the valleys. The light of Christ shines forth from the cross where he died 
to forgive sins. The light of Christ shines forth from the empty tomb, declaring victory over death forever. And in this light, you are made clean. You are made pure. You are healed from what had ailed you. The light of Christ shines forth right here. In this building. It doesn't shine forth from the building. After all, it is just a building. But it shines forth in the word that is preached into your ear. Words that echo the sermons Christ preached in his life. The light of Christ shines forth on you. As that word is combined with water to wash away your sins and sorrows. In the waters of holy baptism. The light of Christ shines forth in, with, and under bread and wine that are the true body and blood of Jesus, given for you sinners to eat and drink to strengthen you after your wandering in the thick darkness. The light of Christ shines on you. So that you're no longer in the dark. You're no longer wandering around. You are in the presence of God. Now and always. You'll never be in the dark again. It is as confirmation students' memory work for today said, you've been called out of darkness and brought into Christ's marvelous light. That's epiphany. The people walking in darkness have seen the great light of Christ. Arise, the light of Christ shines among you. The glory of the Lord is present. You've seen that great light. You've seen Jesus. He is in you and you are in him. You are now the light of the world because Christ shines through you. So let your light shine before this world. This epiphany season, let that light shine That you may see who Christ is, that you may see who you are, that you may see where you are and where you're going, and that your light also may lighten those around you. It's Jesus. He's that light. He's your Savior, the one revealed to you this epiphany. One who brought you here into the brightness of his holy church. In the name of Jesus, amen. Now may the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, keep your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus our Lord. Amen. This has been with Intrepid Heart Sermons by Pastor Adam Moline. 
The words, with intrepid hearts, come from the conclusion to the Book of Concord where it is written, By God's grace, with intrepid hearts, we are willing to appear before the judgment seat of Christ with this confession, and give an account of it. We will not speak or write anything contrary to this confession, either publicly or privately. By the strength of God's grace, we intend to abide by it.